just the other day we got on drone footage you flying in the air doing a macbook mm-hmm. like uh i almost bought an old macbook i just like the way it looks the, the big bezels like s- yeah. the silver bezels yeah stuff like that that one's my wife's actually <laughs> sweet what what's uh yours is hers and uh what what's hers is still hers right what's is hers that how is it goes hers. that is true that's a mouthful that is what's yours is hers blah, 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 blah. but what's mine is also hers yeah <laughs> What are you doing, bro? How you been? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. It's good to see you again. Uh, just the other day, I was watching you upside down. That was yesterday, yes. Yeah. That was yesterday. Fine, upside down, though. What was I doing? Oh, you hit your head. You forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I never go upside down. No? I'm no. not an upside down kind of guy. Not even trampoline guy? You know, I've done like a front flip. Like, I always say, oh, yeah, I can do a front flip. I've done a front flip like four or five times in my <laughs> lifetime, and I've attempted it probably like seven or eight. All right. So, All right. I mean, it's acceptable. Yeah, you're more like the basketball guy, and yeah, I can turn left and right and back, <laughs> just not forward. Upside. Yeah, <laughs> every once in a while in basketball, I'm sure you've seen it before. Like you'll jump, and the person will fake jump, mm-hmm. and then you'll be caught in the air, and your legs get caught on their shoulders or head, and then next thing you know, you're just like upside down halfway in the air. <laughs> But more injury. Do you think more injuries happen in a sport like basketball or like a BMX? I definitely think uh, more serious injuries happen in action sports. I mean, that I think that's kind of a given. That doesn't make any sense. No, no, how could it ever make sense? <laughs> do you see those guys fall? Like you see the soccer guys, like they get tapped in the eye and then they grab their knee and fall over. Yes. <laughs> I definitely think uh, more life-threatening injuries, hundred percent, action sports. But I mean, when, when have you ever heard of like? Uh, Kobe Bryant or someone getting hurt in, yeah. their, in their career. Very rare. That was a really bad example. Though. I know. I don't know, I don't know basketball. So I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> you heard him, Kenneth. <laughs> Restart. <laughs> There's a Key and Peele skit where it's a soccer player and uh, he gets tapped on the back and he actually like dies and the paramedics come out and save him and his heart stops. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. It was pretty great. You know, uh, it's weird how babies, when they hit their head and everybody makes a big deal out of it, they'll mm-hmm. start crying. Like freaking out. Yeah. But if they hit their head and you don't make a big deal out of it, it is what it is. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I hit my head a lot when I was a kid. Do you think it's adding up? <laughs> <laughs> In a serious note? Yeah, I get scared sometimes, honestly, because like CTE is like a really big thing in action it sports. Is. And like we lost one of like the most like greatest BMX riders of all time due to that and uh, or there was a cause and effect of that so it's like it's not like how many times you hit your head it's that one time you hit your head that can cause it and it just it you, it just catches up on you really quickly mm-hmm. or it's like it's a slow burning thing to where yeah it can get a little scary yeah the weird thing about CT too is it's only detectable so people can have the signs and symptoms and mm-hmm. you know you can kind of diagnose it but it's only detectable after death. And I have no idea why, but... Yeah, I don't get it either. The brain shows something after you die. It, the Nitro Circus guys, they they went into like like the like number one clinic that they could ever go to, and they tried to do all of these signs and tests and stuff like that, and they did a bunch of clinic stuff. And 
they said that there was i guess they could prove like they can show signs of it or like find it somehow with like whatever new equipment that they have and even travis Pastrana said that they had no signs of cte which is pretty ridiculous if they can actually find it i mean that's insane the dude hit his head more than anyone probably in the world mm-hmm. so but yeah it's Who, still travis dangerous. yeah Pastrana. Yeah. yeah it's crazy are you a close second I hope not. <laughs> Mike Tyson might be up there too. Yeah, those guys get punched in the head for a living. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know how Mike Mike Tyson's real his voice is real raspy now. Yeah, you can barely understand them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Love Mike Tyson, by the way. Let awesome. me yeah throw that out there. But my dad's like, man, that guy got hit too many times in the head. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he's having a great time. Look at him, like he's just chilling. He has a lot of money, and yeah, now he gets in trouble on social media all the mm-hmm. time. Uh, I listened to a Joe Rogan podcast with Mike Tyson recently. You know, you see, if you see a Mike Tyson podcast pop up, you got to listen to it. <laughs> um, but they were just talking about like big cats and like lions and tigers the entire time and how closely like monkeys are related. I'm like, what am I listening to? I'm like two and a half hours into this podcast. <laughs> it's three. It's 3.15 a.m. <laughs> yeah. I could be doing anything right now. The next thing that comes up on your like suggested is those guys like with clay making like those holes. Have you ever oh, seen those? Oh, yes. That's 100%. That only comes up at like three or four. That's o'clock. a late night flick. <laughs> yeah. And they have, they build the most beautiful yeah. tunnel like homes under pool or like pool under. Yes. Underground pool. Yeah. I was gonna say pool underwater. Yes, I, uh, I think if you look up two like Thai guys that are just it, it, type in two Thai guys in clay, you might get something weird. But chances oh, let's are pull, that might, let's that pull might it up right up. now. You and two me. Thai guys in clay. Let's do it. <laughs> let's see if it comes. I'm always scared. I'm gonna have like something personal pop up. We're gonna have to like a text message. Oh my gosh, that'd be awesome. I'm gonna text you right now. I think that's how you spell it. Not the best. Nope. Yeah. How to oh, do Tai Chi. Is that what I should search up? I don't know. <laughs> Ty. <laughs> Watching two guys try to find out Ty. Here, what, what's the best way to look this up? Probably like underground pool made with clay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's see. Oh, there they are. Unbelievable. Yeah, they pop up. Unbelievable exclamation point. Build twin swimming pool on the ancient clay house. You can definitely tell that their their English is broken. Yeah. Build swimming pool around underground house. <laughs> and look, every single every uh, uh, word starts with a capital letter. <laughs> <laughs> At least they didn't capitalize the and. Oh gosh. Or like the four. That would have been hilarious. Actually, just a number four. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I get my girlfriend is a uh, grammar Nazi. Yeah, um, my wife is too. Yeah. It's it's kind of hurtful. It is. And the thing is is like I know how I know how to spell it right or yes. what word to use, but I'm yes. going fast. Dude. I I don't want to like think about it, you know. Yeah. And then but they ca- they catch you and then the entire conversation goes to just that catch and how stupid you are yeah. as a human being. You know, yeah. pathetic. It's it's a punctuation. <laughs> yeah, they really just have to prove dominance right there. Is it then. just their in- own insecurity though? You know, a lot of things are based off of security, right? <laughs> it is. Answer it is. <laughs> oh, man. It really is. I have a buttload of, I think they call it like toxic masculinity or something. Really? Yeah. No. But then I have a buttload you? of. No. Yeah. I, you know, you're right. I'm, <laughs> I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm not masculine. I'm not super masculine. I can you're be. Watch me. this. You're going to do what I say. 
Go ahead. Take a drink. I almost just took a drink before you said that. Are you reading my mind? I'm reading your mind. That's really masculine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of masculine. All right. Um, <laughs> it really has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Now, okay, now we're starting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's your trip so far? From? to Back to, to home. Oh, yeah. Back to... Back to uh, quick. That is for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we we got in Thursday night or something like that. Yeah, we drove 17 and a half hours, me and the crew. And uh, as soon as we got here, I think it's just been nonstop. Like, it's just go, 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 go. Trying to say hi to people, trying to hang out. Just like now, I think I've, we've probably rescheduled three times trying to yeah. get over here. <laughs> Which is okay, because honestly, the first two times, I was like, I want to reschedule. Yeah. I low-key wanted to reschedule too, so. And now we're at 9.30 at night. Yeah. <laughs> the day before I leave. Okay, let's go, let's go yeah. talk. All right, sounds good. But I'll, honestly, yeah, it's been sweet. It's But I have only been gone for like two months or three months now, which doesn't feel like a long time, but... Mm. It, even in that time period, still things have changed, which is cool. Yeah. So it, do, it doesn't feel like that long? Mm-mm, not really. I mean, I I guess I haven't spent that much time here like in the last couple of years anyway with traveling so much mm-hmm. that it, this doesn't feel like home. Like where I live now feels like my home. Obviously, I have my own place and yeah. just it's a new community and like that feels like home. Coming here, I'm just like, oh, like. I've got, it's like kind of jump right back into where you started type of thing mm-hmm. or where you, where you left off, you know? Yeah. I want to preface our conversation with just saying this is Louis Cortese. If you've been watching for a long time, <laughs> uh, he's a great friend. This is my 69th time coming. Yeah. <laughs> I like that number. Um, yeah, yeah. Old friend, <laughs> BMX rider, m- motorist, crazy guy, motorcyclist. I mean, how how would you describe yourself in a couple words? I mean, that sounds that sounds like what you would write on my tombstone. Like <laughs> crazy bicyclist, motorist guy. Yeah. I'd write GG. GGBB. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the baby, the BB. <laughs> um, and uh, it's it's nice to have you back on. You recently moved away. Yes. And so happy to be here. Yeah, two two months you've been gone. Uh, we moved into our apartment the second week of February. So whatever yeah. the date is now, I have no idea. But mm-hmm. yeah, about two months. You s- have surprised me with all the things you say about this place. And oh, I would boy. love for you to give an introduction. Yeah. I hope you know, like, it's going to become a tourist trap as soon as you start e- talking about it on the podcast. Immediately. Yeah. Like that. And it's going to be like new hidden gem in Arkansas? Question yeah. mark? Question <laughs> mark? <laughs> I'm going to clip it right now. You're going to have me toothless and be like... <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, we uh, we made the decision to move to Bentonville, Arkansas, which Bentonville, Arkansas, for those who do not know what it is, as soon as you hear Arkansas, you're like, why? Why would you yeah. ever move to Arkansas? So Bentonville, Arkansas is a hidden gem due to the fact of the Waltons, which is aka Walmart. So uh, that is where their headquarters is. That's where they started. And uh, it's really cool because um, like when Walmart was first established, they ended up uh, making like an agreement that anything is in Walmart, uh, they have to have like a warehouse, but also a corporate building, like an office within arm's reach of their headquarters. So that way it's like easier to communicate, whatever it is. But also Walmart doesn't do any of their own or doesn't do any of their own stocking. So they actually don't have their own warehouses. So Duracell batteries, Monster Energy, whatever it is, they have to stock Walmarts themselves. So that's why that started that way. So that means that this little area in the top left corner of Arkansas is actually like the wealthiest part of the entire state because the Waltons pretty much own the entire city. Have you have you uh, met one of them or are they in Bali 
not really ever. I have back. not actually. I know that they own the apartment complex that I live in along with everything else, but mm-hmm. I have not met them. I, 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 but also if I had met them, I probably wouldn't know it's them. If I'm being honest. Right. Like, do you know if they're good people? I mean, from what, I, from, from what you heard, from what I hear about them and what you see, like people who have a lot of money tend not to give a lot of it away publicly. It's like, they love where they live and love where they're from and they truly invest everything into it. Like the, the numbers thrown around between a hundred million, $200 million, but uh, let's say a hundred million dollars invested into just the mountain bike program there. Uh, one of the Waltons is loves mountain biking and they just <laughs> dumped money into it and it created literally the number one place in the country for mountain biking. And so everywhere you go, everything is brand new. Everything's well taken care of. The roads are taken care of. I mean, there's artwork everywhere. Like every building seems like it's a work of art. Like everything is super serious and super well taken care of. And it's just really just a really awesome place. (laughs) Yeah. I like, I enjoy Claremont Mm -hmm. as of right now. But when you talk about Arkansas, I think uh, I brought you on here because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to move into the same apartment complex right across. You could. I wasn't Um, even going to ask for approval first. You can move into mine. You have an extra room? Yeah. Do I have to pay rent? No. You can set up the podcast there. You can literally, <laughs> literally, like the, people can't see what's on the back side of this room right now. But like, you see that little cubby hole back there? Yeah, I see that. We can do like one of those beds that come off the wall. No way. Yeah. You can have your little twin bed right there. Podcast right here. I've seen a couple of people die on mattresses like Getting that. Getting stuck. <laughs> they go, <laughs> and they get suffocated in it. These poor people listening to this right now. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> But yeah, dude, I've been hyping it up a lot just because I feel like we get so caught up in our day-to-day life that we don't realize that there's other places to be. I mean, like you Mm. see people like California, you see New York, and there's all these places that are like very much highlighted. Like Florida is one of the most moved into states in the country right now. Crazy. But also, you know what actually beat Florida for um, most people moving in? Idaho. Doesn't make sense, right? A lot of potatoes. (laughs) Yeah. But the first, your first instinct is like, why Idaho? Yeah. Well, Idaho actually has really cheap land. It's beautiful. And the snow there is amazing. So a lot of people that are from Salt Lake or Colorado are going up there because it's so oversaturated and where they're living. So for me, with riding bikes for a living and also just wanting to kind of find a place where I more belong, Arkansas mm-hmm. was actually like the first choice like there was nowhere else that we thought about moving like even here like we didn't think about moving to winter garden or orlando it was like we're moving to arkansas like that's 100 percent where we have to go a lot of the uh the two show teams that i mostly ride for which is stunt dudes which you saw yesterday and mm. then another team called real encounter which is um they were on america's got talent they're another big group um they're based out of springfield missouri and joplin missouri so that's an hour and an hour and a half from where i live so last year I traveled eight months out of the year and I spent probably <laughs> like half of the year realistically away from my wife. Like she traveled with me on and off, but I mean, it's hard to go from city to city to city and then have someone else with you. That's one more plane ticket. That's one more meal. That's like, and then her life is just my life. Like she doesn't have anything that's her own sometimes. Right. So it's like, so that last year we just had to like sit, sit back, relax and like, okay, let's get to the drawing board. Like what makes sense? And it's funny because as soon as we made that decision, the whole month of June, I'm booked shows all through Missouri. So actually now I get to go do a show and come home, go do a show, come home. It's not like, it's not like, dude, oh man, I got to go. I have three, I have two weeks of shows. 
I, I can't, I can't go out there for two weeks and come right back home. Like if it, there's space in between any of the shows, it's like, there's no, it'd be too much money now to fly back and forth instead of just staying out there the whole time. But then I'm away from my wife and there's like, there's all these variables when we were separated now being there, it's like the cost of living is a quarter of what it is here. And I get to come home. So I can't really complain. And our apartment complex is dope. It's so sweet. Yeah. You guys have a pupper. Oh little yeah. Puppy. Little pupper, pupper Rover, AKA Hellion, AKA if you want a dog, contact me at, <laughs> call me if you want a dog. Why, why? What's going on? What? Nothing, nothing. What? You're giving him away? No, I try to give him away all the time. He's just a lot of work. Man. Why? Oh, just you're just ongoing, too busy? It's a, no, it's an ongoing joke just because like, oh, okay. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I tried to trade him for a Frenchie the other day. I almost got, almost trade got him. <laughs> no joke. Like he's currency. <laughs> no, no. Come on. My dog is awesome. My dog is great. His name is Rover. He is an Irish setter mixed with a standard poodle. So he's an Irish doodle. Oh man. That's hilarious. Now listen, the other day we're at this, I was uh, meeting my buddy for lunch and I have my dog Rover with me and he's six months old, 45 pounds. And he's just all excited, ready to go. He's like, dude, dad, what are we doing? What are we doing? And I see this girl sitting on her laptop, just minding her own business. And I just, I was like, just look at my dog. I know you're about to look at my dog. She looks at the dog. She's like, oh, she's, he's so cute. I'm like, would you watch him for me real quick? <laughs> no joke. Because <laughs> I wanted to go get my food. I wanted to order. She's like, yeah, I just pick him up and scoop, just scoop up this big dog and just hand it to her. <laughs> be like, yeah, I'll, I'll be right back. I promise. <laughs> She's just like, okay. And I just left. Yeah. Went inside, ordered my food, came back out, just hung out. And she's just playing with him. I'm like, dude, I pawn that dog off on everyone. Like, he's honestly probably the most famous dog in Arkansas right That's now. That's beautiful. It's you, have you made an Instagram account? No, I have not. I've, Are I've you held gonna, back from it. You're going to hold back? I'm, I've held back from it. I, I, I don't entertain my social media enough. I don't think I'm going to entertain right. my dogs, honestly. That's a good topic, man. Yeah, for sure. I, I notice you, uh, you're you a posting ghost, aren't you? Yeah. For the most part? It's bad, yeah. I don't know. It's good. I, I, get discour- I, I, don't, I don't get discouraged, but I just get bored. I'm like... If I'm not happy with what I'm doing right now, then chances are someone else is not going to be happy to see what I'm doing. So, like, also, I used to think it was cool or, like, it was just, like, make make people wait for it. But people really don't care what you're doing. Like, like genuinely. Sure. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like we're scrolling zombies. Like, scroll, scroll, like, scroll, like, scroll, like, scroll, like. It's like if I'm going to post something, chances are like, I remember Ryan mentioned it to me. He's like, dude, I love looking at your Instagram because every time you post, you have a story behind your post. That's what I like doing. I don't care if a hundred people see it or a hundred million people see it. I just like, if there's something on my heart or something on my mind and I have a photo that like will tell a story, I'll post it then. And then if that gets a lot of traffic, then sweet. If not, then cool. <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You, I don't dude. you're the one that is like, Photo dump one, photo dump two, photo dump three. <laughs> Guess what's because next? Photo dump four. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. I'm but like, you're, I don't know. but you do well. Like it's, it's really weird. Yeah, it is. So you uh, went viral on TikTok once before. Yes, with the uh, crash. Yeah, this bad crash, which apparently you didn't get hurt from. No, it's just weird. Yeah, I know. I didn't get hurt yesterday. Yeah, I bounced off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a podcast clip just get a lot of traction on TikTok. And then next thing I know, like they were finding my other just groups yeah. of people were finding my other social medias. And uh, like, no, I had like a link tree to like the 
podcast audio platforms and stuff. But yeah. the next thing I know, like people are like searching your name and it's beautiful. Now they're watching the podcast. What's up, guys? I'm glad you can meet Louie for most of you, some of you. And for people who are here to see Louie, welcome back. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> this will probably be like once every eight months to a year <laughs> thing for like the rest it. of our lives. <laughs> it seems like it. Yeah. Um, and every single hour I like would open up my personal Instagram account or mm -hmm. the podcast and then, uh, a hundred likes, 40 follows. And it started to creep me out because mm. I'm like, this is seeing something in mass is always weird. Yeah. Seeing something in surplus always seems not right. Mm -hmm. So just seeing something like that, that's like see seeing like a million ducks <laughs> just walking towards you. Like, What's that is on? peculiar. Yeah. 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 Um, and so I started the photo dump series and it I works. wanted people to enjoy the photo dump specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and I put a simple title. I like what you do. Mm -hmm. Like you tell a story and when I post like videos, sometimes I'll tell a story, mm -hmm. but then also sometimes my photo dumps don't have a story to tell. Yeah, it's true. It's just like, I want it to leave. I want to leave it open-ended for the yeah. a story to be observed. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, That's cool. Yeah. I mean, isn't that like what art technically is? I mean, in all honesty, people throw paint on something and like this means love yeah. and peace in the world. It's like, but then again, it's like some, someone can relate to something. One of the photos, cause it's always something goofy or always something funny or something serious. And it's just like people can tell their own story behind the picture as well. So mm -hmm. that's cool. But you're also a different person. You're very, uh, I don't know if there's a word to, to explain it, <laughs> you know, deep. I'm definitely selling you short by just saying you're deep, but you're, you're very spiritual and mm. somehow relatable, but not relatable at all. <laughs> all in the same go. Mysterious. Mysterious. Yeah. Gosh, no. The ladies love it. Kedzie, yeah. shout out to you. Lady loves it. <laughs> oh, yeah, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Mysterious. Listen, I have more boyfriends than any man should. Oh, you do. You are one of yeah. them. <laughs> that's gonna be a clip <laughs> he's not mysterious he just farts a lot dude oh my gosh dude you fart a lot are you a farter some people are farters okay google this okay it can do you like is being lactose? you probably already know the answer but being lactose intolerant is that something that you <laughs> <laughs> is it the eye content <laughs> This is so bad, dude. Is something is lacto being lactose intolerant? Uh -huh. Do you find that out later on in life? Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I think so. People be become lactose intolerant same way people get asthma later in life. Yeah. So yeah, are you? You think you're there? So I think I, I think I'm slowly figuring that out. So no, uh, what do you drink with my your coffee? Wife, or my wife is slowly figuring <laughs> that out. <laughs> I, I only drink oat milk. Honestly, I don't I don't drink any dairy um, unless it's like maybe I'm having custard or something like that. But I've noticed like I noticed it within the last couple of months, like my stomach just would hurt or I wouldn't feel good or yeah, it would fart a lot, dude. <laughs> Anytime I'd have ice cream. But uh, when it comes to coffee, oat milk, that's literally all I drink. And now they have oat milk. Oatly makes oat milk, oat milk ice cream and it's so good and it doesn't hurt my stomach or anything. So I like that. I'm still a whole milk guy. You're terrible. It's just to like hold on to the roots, you know? It's like I grew up drinking it. You just have strong bones. 
Yeah, <laughs> my ankle would say different, man. Oh, Every dude. time I play basketball for like a week or two straight, my ankle just like is like Give stop up. stepping on me. Yeah, I I can relate. It's a I have an avulsion fracture. Yeah, you can relate for sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> I have an avulsion fracture. I rolled my ankle once. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this guy's fucking. Just the other day, we got on drone footage you flying in the air doing a double backflip. Backflip. Yeah. Yeah, front can can you do a double front flip? Mm-mm. Is that a thing? Yeah, it is. Triple front flips are a thing on a BMX bike. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's stupid. You guys gotta calm down, man. Yeah, I know. Um double backflip and just totally wiping it. Listen, hold on. For the viewers, I landed the other two. Okay. Yes. I, and then I, saw I was riding for like four hours. It was hot. <laughs> the dog was barking. It was just not it was not it. And I passed away. <laughs> when do you know? When do you know you're wiping it? When okay. you wipe it, or is there a spot? So like, oh. let, let's let's let, let's go. Let's review this right now. Beautiful. So I ended up um, do I was doing double backflips. Um, I've been doing them for a while, but actually, I the last time I did one was in Tampa on this new ramp that we have for um, another team that I'm riding for, and it's uh, 32 foot tall, and it's basically like a mega ramp, and we were jumping 45 feet and or i was and so doing double backflips at that length it's super slow really high in the air and super slow so um uh going to the show yesterday i was like oh cool i mean i can double flip and we're like trying to gauge the speed we're only jumping like 10 to 11 feet and so in my mind i'm like okay i gotta go fast but like not too fast i'm like playing all these variables in my head and i'm like okay i'm just going first two worked perfectly and then Mm -hmm. we didn't measure the ramp at all which is why i fell because we're like me me and dougie fresh bro i'm me dougie as dougie fresh douglas Oliveira is amazing you're the best but uh, when he uh he's new to english like he can speak english but it's sometimes broken so him and i are arguing back and forth i'm like so is it is the same distance he goes what do you mean i'm like the distance he goes yeah yeah it's good i'm like so it is the same Uh, it's fine you got it i'm like Oh God. Okay. So <laughs> it's the last show of the day. We push there. We push the landing back. And if we think it's the, the length it's supposed to be, and I go way too fast and overshoot a double backflip to my head. And to answer your question, I, as soon as I pull the first flip, as I'm coming down, as I'm rotating the second flip, I actually spot my landing on the first flip. So I can look exactly where I'm going to land and as soon as I pull back for the second one, I know by where I looked, that's where I'll be. When I pulled for the second one, I knew I was going to flat. Like I was just like, it was like an oh crap moment because there's nothing you can do. Like it's, you're along for the ride. Yeah. And yeah, bit the, but I had to bite the bullet a little bit on that one. Like, are you used to it though? You're yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to fall. <laughs> I'm just going to like blunt the fall a little bit. I mean, I okay. it, it's funny. Like I know how to fall. So... Like I didn't really hit my head that bad. Like I more uh, all my shoulder, my shoulder took all the impact, and I kind of tucked Ouch. and rolled and stuff like that. Like I know uh, how to not get hurt, but it's one of those things where, like that trick especially, has paralyzed people. It's pretty serious, and it's like you always have to respect it. The day that I don't respect it is the day that I get hurt. Like seriously, mm-hmm. and it's like, man, like there's so many little variables that no one knows. Like um, during the day, like I kept. Um, I had a slow leak in my back tire. So every single time I pump the quarter pipe to go high, that tire is compressing and letting out more air. 
And so there's that variable. And so if like, as soon as I come off the lip, there's so much G force that when I snap off the takeoff to do my double flip, it's like, there's so much G force that if that tire popped, like that sends my rotation completely off. Like I could just go flying off the ramp and then I'm actually going to get hurt. My chain could break. Like there's so many little things, the wind, like that it makes that trick never not scary. Like, honestly, it's always terrifying. (laughs) It looks amazing. Thank you. Yeah. You're, uh, it's amazing to watch and you're a freak of nature to somebody like me. Um, we were filming with the drone footage, mm-hmm. like I said, and Kenneth was sitting next to me. He edits these podcasts. Shout out to you, Kenneth. I love you, Kenneth. Louie loves you. You're now his boyfriend. Also. Number 67. I heard it subtracted two from 69. Yeah. Okay. The next we just, two. We just lost two. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's not getting up. And so we're sitting crisscross applesauce in the grass. I don't mm-hmm. know. We were over there. And I was like, what do you mean? And I saw like the uh, paramedics kind of, they were in their golf cart. And when they saw you wipe, I could see them through the ramps. Yeah. And they both were like, yeah, looked up. And then they like pulled the golf cart forward a little bit. And then they stopped and was looking. And then uh, what? Who? what's his name? The guy who runs the show? Uh, uh, John. John. Mm-hmm. He seems awesome, by the he, way. He's dad. He's... Yeah, you, you guys kept calling him dad. <laughs> yeah, we call him team dad. <laughs> I like the bit when he's jumping over the people. Oh, the jumping dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love how the show is so, like, it's so good for families, mm-hmm. normal guys like me, weirdos, um, everybody. Everyone, yeah. But uh, he's like, he's not getting up. And I stand up, and then there comes Louie. I'm like, I'm good. And then I went and did it again. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just like that time. <laughs> dude i hit the ground and i hit my head the first time and i i uh, hit my head for a second i'm like okay i'm, I'm not broke off all right i'm gonna get up got up dougie comes running up to me he looks at me he's like are you okay and like staring in my eyes he's like are you good he's like trying to make sure i'm like yeah i'm good i'm good i'm going again no no no, no. i'm going again are you going again i'm going again and we just went back and forth he's like okay you're good <laughs> like, dude i should not have gone again honestly it probably was not the best idea because i was definitely out of it a little bit the second time you went, what happened again? Same thing. So Same thing. I said, make it bigger. So it made it bigger and it went mm-hmm. faster and just over, just went too far again. And like, I knew I went too far that time. And, um, I tried to like open up because as soon as I come off the lip, the rotation is kind of like tucked in a ball, like gymnastics, same thing. Like when they do double flips, usually, uh, they, it's almost like a cannonball. So you're tucked in that ball. Mm-hmm. And so to slow down the rotation, you have to open up. So your legs go straight, your chest goes up. And I saw where I was going. I opened up my chest, but because um, I landed so flat on those airbags with the resi plastic on top, it actually creates almost like a trampoline. So as soon as I landed, it just bucked me forward into a front flip, which it happens. Like accidents happen and and it makes for a good show. Funny thing though, the paramedic guys (laughs) afterwards, uh, he came up to me. He's like, are you okay? You good? You good? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, I promise I'm good. And afterwards I was like, man, I'm really not that good. So I, maybe I should talk to him. And my wife was like, you should probably go see them. I'm like, all right, cool. Sounds good. And, uh, <laughs> and so she, she like brings me over to them. I'm like, Hey guys, she wants me to get checked out. And he's like, all right, so sit down and yada, yada, yada. And like, then he goes, uh, my wife walks away and he goes, if we really like you, ha- you have to go into the, the back of the truck, like an ambulance, if you want to get checked out, I'm like, that's not going to happen. He goes, no, like 
if you like you told asked us to i'm like i'm not asking you to check me out my wife asked you to check me out she's no longer here so with that being said let's just have a conversation <laughs> and let's act like you're doing something and we can go on with our day and act like nothing ever happened and they just start dying laughing and uh, they're like well how about we just give you like a band-aid or something so they ended up stitching me up so <laughs> he still got, has it on still got it on got <laughs> nice little boo-boo here <laughs> and it, it was cool though they ended up like they were kids that like went to south lake high school they cool. grew up here and stuff like that but the finesse the system a little yeah. bit that's funny they both had mustaches didn't they? they did manly mustaches dude toxic masculinity ridiclous yeah that's why i moved out of clear mile there's too much masculinity <laughs> so bad yeah is there any is there too much of anything in arkansas dude honestly like it's a really cool mix between people it's it there's a lot of different cultures there and stuff like that but like i mean dude the coffee industry is just so ridiculous like is there too much it it may maybe there may be too much coffee there i mean it's ridiculous it's like mini seattle in all honesty Mm. but i love it yeah there's too many podcasts, man. There is. I'm about to start one too. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Can you shut down all the other ones and then <laughs> us just being you? The last two. Yeah. We should just start our own streaming network. That way, we would be the only two podcasts True. on that streaming network. <laughs> like eight subscribers to the network. Listen, it might it's work. Simple. It might work. Hey, a lot of people are doing that. And I don't think it's going to work. What do you mean? For the most part. Um, so making like new social media apps because of maybe either disagreeing with you know all everything that's going on with like social media yeah blocking what you can say do i want it to work yeah do i think it's gonna work no no yeah you might get a few hundred few thousand people mm-hmm. to download that thing but it takes a lot more yeah yeah i mean like in all honesty, I mean, TikTok's like the newest app that has worked mm-hmm. since, I mean, since Vine left and all that stuff. But I don't know, man. I think people are starting to understand what privacy is again, <laughs> and they yeah. want that. And I, I mean, obviously, social media is king above everything else. Everyone is so invested and so fascinated. I mean, look, look, look at what we're doing right now. Social we're media. Co- yeah, we're doing social media literally right now. But also, I don't get to see you, so we're having a, a funny conversation and getting to catch up as well. So that's, yeah. that's fun. But like, man, everyone's life is under a microscope constantly. Everything you look at, everything you read, anything that you just you think about now, it mm-hmm. seems like every thought that you have, your phone will predict and know what it is. I mean, there's whistleblowers that come up with that all the time. But it's like now we're in the day and age where it's it's only going to get more like this like social media is never going away like it's not it's really not and then these big wigs like facebook like twitter like i mean obviously there's all that drama on twitter and all that but like what happened to tumblr <laughs> like that, yeah. that's gone like there's all these things that people toy with and play with for a little bit and then it's on to the next thing so like to disagree with you a little bit i definitely think there will be a next thing but man like I don't think it's going to be photography and videos anymore because everyone is a photographer and everyone's a videographer. Like it's yeah. weird. Like it, it, like I was looking at Instagram the other day. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, this is really weird. Like if I really think about it for a moment, I am a photographer and a videographer. That's all anyone is on social media. Yeah. If you really think about it, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> it dude. like it's all I'm doing. Yeah. It's just weird. I don't know. Yeah, it is weird. Could you imagine 
landing on this planet and say you're just observing, you know, you're just a spectator of some sort Mm -hmm. and you're seeing the way we act Mm -hmm. and you see somebody holding a rectangle glowing (laughs) and it's, they're scrolling and it's a bunch of different humans Mm -hmm. posted up in front of a Christmas tree or doing a backflip on a bike Mm -hmm. and that person's just scrolling that through that eight hours a day. Yeah. Eight hours a day. And you're just a spectator. You don't know nothing yet. And you're just, you'd be like, why? Mm -hmm. Like, look outside. Mm -hmm. Doing physics. Well, the dude, the crazy thing is like, you don't have to even use that perspective. So um, the guys who I do a lot of shows with, they travel all over the country. I mean, all over the world. China right now, if you try to get on Instagram, Facebook, or Google, Uh it will kick you offline completely and you could be arrested. That is scary. And that's a hundred percent a fact. Like anyone could challenge me on it. Like it's a, it's a legit fact. Oh yeah. And even like the guys in Japan right now for X games and stuff like that, you're not allowed to use any of their, like any of the internet, anything. And like, actually I I can't say who, but one of my friends um, is from Russia and she um, it w- was stuck here after everything that's been going on, obviously, with Ukraine and Russia. And What's going on? I'm just kidding. Right? <laughs> okay. Right? But that's what she had told us. She said uh-huh. she said her entire family had no idea. They said it was all propaganda. Wow. All the, all the media, everything was playing it off to be propaganda. She had yeah. to she had to legit sc- like screen record messages and videos and send it privately through that because. Um, their software systems have um, certain code words that as soon as they, that like you send a text message that said, whatever, if it said pizza and pizza was banned in that country, immediately it goes to the government. So like, even like when it comes to Bibles, like people in India, if you type in Jesus or Bible on any type of um, messaging platform, they'll, they can come to your house and take you to jail or kill you. And so, um, like even one of my other friends, like they're actually screen recording stuff so that there can't be any trace and sending like messages through that way to say, Hey, this is what's really going on in the world. Yeah. So it's like, it's really weird (laughs) because like when you say that's like all these people are so invested in front of what's in front of them. It's like America, United States is like, though, like we are the people that are so blinded 24 seven by that screen. It's like, Mm -hmm. also some people don't even know what's really going on in the world, which is just mental. (laughs) It's, uh, I always have the same outlook when I kind of get overwhelmed with that topic. I'm so surprised that we're all like born a baby Mm -hmm. and then this baby grows up Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it wants to control all the other humans Mm -hmm. and wants to be a part of this bigger thing. And it's been convinced and, uh, we're all innocent, Mm -hmm. you know? We're born just these little guys. We don't know anything mm-hmm. except for we see a color and the color is kind of interesting, man. You know, what's really crazy. You didn't name yourself. What do you mean? You don't, you didn't name yourself. Oh yeah. Thanks. My <laughs> parents. Thanks mom. <laughs> I like my name. I like your name. Thank you. I do. I like my name a lot too. Was there any other names cooking up for you? Mm-hmm. My family, my, 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 that was like the only thing that I guess I could come up with. You know what? They almost named me. Oh gosh. <laughs> it's bad. Let's hear it. I'd be a completely different. I think I would have fit this. Okay. I'd be a completely different person. Three, two, one. Jet. Could you imagine me Oh my gosh. As I could jet? actually see you as Jet. But don't you think I I'd be a little it. more arrogant? I see it. We should get your dad in here. If I was Jet. Why? Why did you go Brand? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to have a dad podcast soon, by the way. Oh, you should. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be crazy. Should you call it something else other than the wet slot? Yeah. I I would have him on the podcast. Sweaty slap. Something like that. <laughs> the di- diaphoretic, the diaphoresis slap. And that means sweat. The reason I say that is just because nursing teaches you all these bullets. A slap of words. generations. I don't know. What came first? I don't know. Chicken or the egg. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was what you were say. What do you think? Chicken. 100%. Are there more doors or windows? More doors or windows? Oh, wait. No, is it doors or wheels? That was what it was. Doors or wheels? More yeah. doors or wheels? Yeah, it was definitely doors. This is the problem when we do podcasts late at night. There's more wheels. No, there's not. There's more doors. Name one wheel that's in this room right now. Exactly. One, two, three. On the we- on the chairs. So that's what? Twelve? Yeah, something around there. Okay, and then there is... Two, three, six. One door, two, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> you were looking you around. You sound like Matthew McConaughey <laughs> for a minute, <laughs> counting down on Interstellar or something. Five. Um, have you watched all Interstellar? Right, all right, all right. Oh yeah, I knew it was gonna. Wow. You know who that is? No. All right, well, I'll give you a second. Wow. I still have no idea. Owen Wilson. No idea who. No. Oh, I. You'll see a picture and you'll know. Nope. Guaranteed. No way. No idea. Do you know who Vince Vaughn is? Nope. Have you ever watched a movie I'm before? Uncultured swine. I'm sorry. I am too. I am too. I'm bad with names. <sighs> yes. It's this guy. I do know who that is, actually. You yes. seen him? Yep. He always... I guarantee you I go into image. There's going to be of some sort of that quote. I, did, I actually do know. I should have said no. Yeah, this guy's great. He's one of those guys. Owen Wilson. Wow. If this is the only thing you remember from this trip, it's got to be this. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but let me pull up some talking points. Yeah, let's literally. do it. Let's actually dive in. Like seven hours in, just now <laughs> pulling out the talking points. And cut. <laughs> <laughs> let's see here. Oh, to backtrack earlier, how you said like, oh, we're doing social media right now. Mm-hmm. The reason... I enjoy doing this show is because I'm trying to like pit my mark on what's going on right now Mm. with, with social media. Of course. Like kind of sway it back to like, Hey, social media is a tool. It's not Mm. a whole different universe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but let's see here. Let's do it. Did your, did your throat make a noise? It did. That's sweet. I like it. Wish I could do that on command. (laughs) (laughs) The Dodge Sprinter van. Yes. Have you pimped it out yet? In the process. So are you planning on pitting a like bed and sink back there and stuff? We're making, what are you it, doing? We're making it pretty legit. Um, actually, we tore everything out completely, which is was a lot of work. But um, we almost did just completely build it out and live in that. Like when we were in the process of trying to figure out where we wanted to go, what we wanted to do, and what our life was going to look like, the van um, was was excuse me really top on our list uh, rv was not there too just because 
it's like what fits our lifestyle and being on the road traveling mm -hmm. that's our lifestyle our lifestyle is not knowing what tomorrow will bring and let's go so um to answer your question uh we are going to build it out to be a full mobile home and we actually just got it sponsored which was really really cool um uh when i was up in i was just up in albany new york do going to this camp called word of life and um i was with matt manzari and a few other people but there was one of the guys that is from a major boat company that was rooming with us and um he just kind of, and I just kind of hit it off, had a conversation and went back and forth. And he's like, man, I really got to get you in contact with one of my buddies. He owns like a solar company. I'm like, okay, cool. Sounds, sounds good. He's like, he'll, he should be able to point you in the right direction for what you want to do. And just because the process of building, it's like you have to, if there's anything in the van, you have to gut it out completely. And then you have to just like, there's so much tedious work. Like the people who had the, the van originally, they riveted the floor. So I had to pull the floor and there's over like 120 holes in the floor. So like these little baby holes, so I had to just like fix every single hole. I had to reseal everything and uh, like color or uh, color correct some stuff, and then like fix some rust. So like a huge process. So one of the biggest processes of the entire van build is electrical because it's just obviously you need electricity to get stuff to work. So mm -hmm. um, he ended up pointing me in the direction of his buddy. His buddy ended up calling me, and I had no idea who they were, but. Um, he's like, yeah, we'll get you set up with like some batteries and we'll do this. We'll get you some solar we'll do this. And like, we talked for like an hour on the phone. I'm like, what? Like, what do you mean? We'll get you set up. I had no idea that they were like the number one leading company in van builds, like wow. all electric stuff, like solar stuff. And he goes, yeah, man, um, uh, we'll just throw a sticker on the van. We'll get you some solar panels. We'll get you a fridge. He's like, you get a fridge. I'm like, no, that's like 1200 bucks. Like I haven't ordered it. We'll get you a fridge. We'll get you batteries and we'll just send everything. Throw a sticker on the van. Have a good one, man. Love you. Like, we love what you're doing and just keep going. I'm like, no way. Yeah, super cool. Nice. Like, out of nowhere, like, super rad. So, um, we have some mechanical stuff that we're fixing with the van right now. The van has just been sitting. Um, I was blessed with the opportunity that <laughs> it sounds weird to say that, but the van ended up breaking down, but it broke down in such a perfect time to where, like, this dude named Jimmy, shout out Jimmy, he uh, is like a mechanic for Mercedes for like 16 years. And literally like the day it broke down is the day that I met him. I'm like, Hey dude, I know we just met, but like, I need your help. He's like, I'll be over in the morning and literally like diagnosed the van, went over it. And he's like, I don't care what we have to do. Like, we'll make this thing bulletproof for you. He's like, I've worked on it my whole life. He goes, if your head gasket blew, we can do that for $500. If you went to Mercedes right now, that'd be about $5,000. He goes, if you help me work on it, I'll teach you how to work on this thing and we'll make it bulletproof and get you on the road and you're good to go. So yes, we are building out the van. It's just going to be a process because to build something out like that, you need time and mm -hmm. time is something that is very valuable to me. And also I don't have a lot of all the time now. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, but we're definitely going to get it to be legit. But also yeah. dude, I bought that van for $8,000 cash in 20, uh, 2019. I got 20, 2018 or 2019. Guess how much that van's worth right now. Oh. 2006 burner van. I was looking up people who were selling them. And I was like, oh, like it's a couple of grand. My buddy bought one in San Diego. And so it's a higher market, but it's the low roof and it's the shortest wheelbase for 25 grand. Jeez. I looked up mine, which is the tallest one and the longest one. It was like $37,000 is the value for it. Wow. Which some people are be like, there's no way. That's it. My buddy, uh, one of my buddies has the same van, built it out, posted his on Facebook as a joke for a hundred grand that day someone gave him 120 grand built out 120 grand cash yeah so yeah it's crazy <laughs> is it kind of like um 
get it and then like it's like a fixer out like say you build it out and then you could sell it for way more money because it's already done people don't have to go through the headache of yeah because i mean like i said time like it's it's really time time is right. like is worth so much and it takes a lot of time to figure out how to do all that stuff i mean youtube is awesome and we get to google anything and it works but like yes. there's a lot of people that just don't have time and they want what they want immediately and that's just the culture is to have it now so, um, yeah, I mean, I could build out my van and I could put 20 grand into my van. So I'd have what? $28,000 invested into my van. I could sell it for a hundred grand easily to someone who really wants it. If I build it out the right way. I've known you for some time and you are always buying the oldest, <laughs> nicest cars I've ever seen. Look at this shirt, And somehow... <laughs> Look at this shirt. It's old as heck. About five bucks. It looks like it's been repawned seven or eight times. <laughs> and you're probably going to take it back to, say, Goodwill in 100%. a couple years. Um, yes, I've had good history with that. Yeah. And somehow, every time you get it, you convince me it's like the world's best car. And I and I see it, and I understand it. And I'm like, yeah, this is the world's best <laughs> it car. It really is. You're driving a couch. Yeah. Like the Lumina, dude? Oh, my gosh. That thing is a bulletproof. It's a boat. It could be a plane. I've skied right. that thing over some railroad tracks. But that thing is like driving a couch. It's beautiful. The I've first... <laughs> been in several hit and runs. <laughs> It is comfy. It is. I sat really there. It's is. nice. The first video I ever, or second video I ever made on, no, it was first. The first video I ever made on YouTube mm -hmm. was you just bought that car and I, we were outside a Chili's or Applebee's, <laughs> same thing. Yes. Oh and my God. You go, I go, Ooh, I like walk up and I have my phone on my little tripod and yep. I go, Oh, new car, Louie. And you're like talking to a couple of people and then you slap the top and you look at me and you go, cash, <laughs> cash. There's no like, I believe you, but no like, I bought it in cash yeah. and I show the inside and it's like, this is a super old, Dude, beautiful car. Ne the backseat was never sat in. Why? It was for one person, old person had it. I bought a 1998 Chevy Lumina in 2016. <laughs> with 46,000 miles for $1,900. It was the first car I ever bought. That's and right. It, and it's still driving to this day in 2022. She's ripping. Cash. It's cash in hand. You know, they did build cars stronger back then. Of course. Everything today is built not to last. Back then, it was built to last. Yes. That was their selling point. It was my car last this long or my product last this long. Now, it's they don't build things to be repaired. They build it to throw away and get a new one iPhones. Everything from a vacuum to an iPhone to like literally anything. Yeah. You try like getting spare parts is n unheard of. If you go buy a new car right now, let's say you buy a brand new Corvette. Are you going to be able to work on that Corvette? Absolutely not. Because there's so much electronics or so many things. It's not made for a consumer to fix it. It's made to get a new one. <laughs> That's exactly why it's made. Ryan. Mm -hmm. our good friend he surprises me with he had an iphone what was it iphone se or something still from <laughs> like Ryan. middle school yeah and he's on his phone all the time mm -hmm. like he uses his phone all the time mm -hmm. and i'm like i have the iphone 12 pro Same. i'm like taking the best pictures ever and <laughs> i look over and this man still has a home button yeah like, they don't even have those anymore he has bro. an antenna he yeah. has an antenna <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I love you, Ryan. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but he now has a better iPhone than me. Oh, gosh. And that's how it happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Until ever a couple use an months. Android? Then you can yeah. No, I'll never buy an Android. Why is that? It, it They're complicated. Apple is very user-friendly. Android, yeah. the only people who know how to use Android are people who use Android. You know what surprised me? And I found this out that... So America, mm -hmm. the... Uh, we're almost all of us are using iPhones. It's yeah. the thing. Yeah. yeah, have a Mac and an iPhone. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that one phone, the the new one? That's like you can only call it. It's a, it's a phone, actually. It's a phone. Okay. But it's like the little square one. It's made to look like an iPhone, but it's only talking text. Yes, I almost bought that. I do. I know my buddy has one, and he's like, it changed my life, dude. No way. Yes. I mean, I can imagine it would because, I mean, think about how much time you spend on social media, mm -hmm. and it's like if you only could use your phone to call and text and you had your laptop to be used for social media or to be used for emails, whatever it is, chances are you're not going to want to open up your laptop every five seconds. Yeah. You're not. It's an inconvenience. You have to have a table or like you have to have something. It's an inconvenience. You have to have Wi-Fi. It's like, it's not so easily accessible. So like it, he, like he had a lot of issues just in general with social media it consumed his life. And he was just mm -hmm. like, dude, like this was a game changer for me, but it's so funny how we have to go back in time to make the future better. It's like, why is that? It's like, why is that? Like we have to go back and understand like, man, it's like we were never designed to know what everyone is doing every single second of the day. Yeah. It's like, you used to have to like have a piece of paper and write it down what their <laughs> phone number was and hope you remember and are not calling like Bernice at six thirty at night. <laughs> like it's just, it, the culture has changed so much and it's weird. Mm -hmm. Like I always say like I was born in the wrong generation because like I, I wish I was born way back when just because it just seems how like far back I would love to have been alive when Motley Crue was just like killing it. Okay. They've been amazing. Is Motley Crue the leading factor? Yes. Okay. I can rock <laughs> with it. I don't know. I just like, I mean, I, my, that's, that's my dad's era. Like, the long hair don't care and we're they're jamming out the rock music like that would have been cool the cars were made differently like everything was just like i don't know it just sounds like like relationships were there i don't know it's weird i get emotional about it i love molly crew <laughs> <laughs> molly crew yeah um i'm reading a book and you i read i will a little bit completely illiterate uh, audiobook uh, i can listen no, I'm just kidding. I'm reading it. <laughs> I've been reading this book for a couple months now. Reading and it's again. only a, a couple hundred pages. That's sweet. But uh, it's Atomic Habits by James Clear. Okay. Pretty entry level, like self-improvement yeah. book. But it's some serious good stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, And the whole thing where you said it's an inconvenience to open up your laptop and mm -hmm. go on social media and do all that. Um, It's important if you're ever trying to break a bad habit to make it difficult yeah make it difficult if you just make it like a minor inconvenience to get to that dopamine hit mm -hmm. it's great yeah yeah pit, pit your uh i mean this is very uh naive of me but pit your you know liquor bottle on the roof yeah then every time you have to you want to drink you have to go up on the roof and have your whole neighborhood see you while you drink you know yeah Put a desk up there, man. Maybe people will actually start encouraging you, like honk, honk to drink, <laughs> honk. We'll, we'll take shots. It becomes a, it becomes a new trend. Yeah. Everyone's just getting on the roof to do Social random media. stuff. Yeah, exactly. 
but yeah, make it difficult. So that's good that he did that. Mm. Um, that's, that's actually, I mean, that's really smart. Actually, that makes sense. Yeah, and then the good habits, mm-hmm. you know, make it easy. Yeah. If you want to drink a protein shake every morning, maybe pit the protein bottle open right in front of your espresso machine. Mm-hmm. So when you get your cup of coffee, you have to drink. That's a bad mix, man. Mm-hmm. You will be farting. In. I know someone who does that. Ooh. Shake, they do protein protein in their in their cold brew coffee. <sighs> Yeah. You know what? Maybe. Not that bad. Not that bad? Yeah. Okay, maybe. I'll give it a maybe. I'll have to, I'll have to taste it to believe it. But at the end of the day, it's like what you're talking about. Like Even when it comes to giving up something or uh, wanting to do something that you're talking about, it's making a choice. It, it, it that's, that's all it is. I've learned that if you wake up, like it's what for me personally, it's way easier for me to wake up at 5 a.m. than it is to wake up at 7 or 8. I don't know why. Because 5 a.m. feels like a sense of urgency. Oh, man, I'm waking up at 5 a.m. I have to do something. But I've realized that I make my own choices. So when my first alarm goes off, I can make a choice to get up. I can make a choice to not get up. It takes the same amount of effort to press the snooze button than it does to put your feet on the floor. Because as soon as you put your feet on the floor, you know you're ready for the day. And you actually feel way more rewarded when you just make a decision rather than contemplate Mm -hmm. because content like contemplating things is what's always gotten me into trouble. Like if I sit back and I think about something for too long, it's going to ruin me. I have to make a decision right there and I have to go, which it's not reckless, but it's calculated risk. And so like what you're saying, it's like, Oh man, put this in front of this thing. It's like, I don't ever want to have something take that much control over my life. Like I don't like enjoy, I don't need coffee. I enjoy coffee. It's like, I don't, need my bicycle i enjoy riding my bike it's like i don't like it's gonna sound stupid but like i don't need friends like i enjoy having friends mm-hmm. and i make a choice every single day to keep those things in my life every single day and so like especially even just with coffee it's because it's just it's an easy subject it's like so many people every single day cannot function without coffee that's why i was against coffee when i was growing up i was like mm-hmm. i always knew it as something that people needed rather than want i'm like i don't want that to have control over my life and that that's kind of how I look at social media now. It's like, I don't want that to control my everyday life. Cause I know a lot of people personally that are very wealthy and very famous and do really well with social media and they seem miserable. Yeah. And it's like, I, like, I, I, I crave that idea of like, you know, I would like to impact more people's lives and I'd like to help more people. But then if I have 4,000 followers and it's hard for me to answer my DMS, how am I going to do that? If I had 40,000 followers, how would I ever keep up with that? So it's a constant, it's a constant humbling experience for sure. I agree. And then it's also perseverance to do, make the right choice mm-hmm. and the choice you actually want the next day and the next day and the next day and the yeah. next day. Um, cause you know, me, my, I have great weeks and then I have a week where I just like, you know, kind of give up, mm-hmm. give up the all the habits and the um, spiritual things and the positive things I worked on and built that whole last week. Hmm. So uh, trying to figure out how to like be truly disciplined mm-hmm. to not need motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, like I've been disciplined for a couple of weeks without motivation, yeah. but then I'll go a couple of weeks with not mm-hmm. being that guy. Well, the easiest way to have discipline is desperation. <laughs> it's like that's true and, and, and it's crazy because yeah. think of it this way if like, and honestly think about it this way and because 
if if you were to hire someone that you you think would do the best at a job, like who would be your go-to person statistically on paper or even just yeah, on paper, who would you hire to do a job that you knew would be reliable, that you knew would have your back, that knew would be there on time, like all these things that genuinely a, a, like a owner of a company would need is someone reliable. Who is like the number one candidate? What, what, what would you think? Am I the, am I a choice? Can I choose myself? <laughs> no, you can't choose <laughs> You can't choose yourself. Um. All right, I, I got it. Yeah, who? Probably Kenneth. Oh my gosh! Not a single person. <laughs> you heard that? Who? Not a single person. Like a like and like, and I your ideal like your ideal outlook on a person. Like it's like uh, the answer is single mothers. Single okay. mothers are the most hardworking people because desperation meets discipline. They have they have their whole entire family on their back. Yes. So they're they're not they're desperate and they're like, you know what? Like I have to fend I have to be the father and the mother and I have to be the caretaker and I have to be all these things. So they have to get up every single morning and make a choice to say, you know what, I am all these things and they're disciplined because they have to do it every single day. That's why, like my dad, like when we were in the restaurants, that's who he would go after to be working for, for us with single mothers. And it worked. And they were always the hardest working people because they had to take care of their family. Yes. And so that's why it's like discipline. And obviously you don't need to be a single mother to be disciplined, but it's like, I was going to say mentality. It's like, yeah, it's fight or flight. You know, Mm -hmm. I agree. People are pit into situations where they are pit into desperation. Mm -hmm. But I do think, you know, also as humans, we can also summon desperation like within ourselves, well, if that mis- makes sense. Well, I mean, also misery loves company. So, yeah. <laughs> so it, I guess, yeah. I guess that's true, but it's also what you choose to do with that because the best, like for me to be disciplined, mm-hmm. I had to have a change of scenery. I could not live in Claremont and be motivated. I couldn't. And this is your first time being out of this place. I mean, I've, I mean, I've spent more time out of it than in it. It seems yeah. like now, but as like a home base paying rent, like mm-hmm. now changing. Yeah. hundred percent. It's the first time. I agree. I, when I, I mean, I went to Gainesville, which is like an hour and 40 minutes away from here mm-hmm. and straight out of high school, quit a good job where I was, you know, well-respected, loved everybody there. Uh, felt like I had to, yeah. I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta separate from this. Yeah. I need to figure out who I am. I gotta hmm. do something. And then I was, I'm not just going to go to a college somewhere. Yeah. Went to a college somewhere. Okay. I'm going to make new friends. Hmm. Made a couple of new friends, mostly yeah. alone. I like, I like to be alone a lot. Yeah. I like my own company as well. Yeah. And, uh, learned a lot, came back, realized that I'm not happy at all with hmm. who I am. Hmm. Um, came back and really had gratitude for this place and family and friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but came back a different person for sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm forever changing. And, if you're not growing, then it's a problem. <laughs> if you're not growing, you're showing. <laughs> uh, what's funny about that? I don't get it. Because <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> We're both so tired. We're just like, yeah. I'm a morning guy. I really am a morning guy. I am too. Matt this even told crazy. me I was leaving his house. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to this podcast. He's like, why don't you just do it in the morning? I'm like, 
am I really about to text Brant right now and ask him? <laughs> I'm glad you made it out. Uh, I, I made it. I, yeah. I, drove the, I drove the minivan. Oh, I would love to take a peek. Dude, the Chrysler minivan is a spaceship. It has way too many buttons. It's awesome. It's great. Can't complain. Yeah. Yeah. I had something beautiful to say, and it just totally slipped my mind. Oh. <laughs> it's like everything that we've talked about. This is about. erratic. Like, it's bad. This is erratic. Um, yeah, it, it just exited my mind again. <laughs> oh, got it. Okay, I'm going to say it before it goes. <laughs> um, so go ahead. Uh, go. So, you got it. You can do this. You know, Alzheimer's affects a lot of people, and mm-hmm. it's where you lose your memory. Yeah. Um, anyways, I had grandma. Shout out to Grandma Talari. Love you. Um, she's gone now, of course, but she had Alzheimer's. Same. And, My grandmother uh, did too. Really? Yeah. It's crazy how many, how common it is. And there's mm-hmm. still no quote unquote cure or, or uh, clear prevention either. Yeah. But um, when it gets nighttime, it's a thing called sundowning. Mm. Have you heard of this? Um, people with dementia or Alzheimer's, which is pre-dementia, um, when it becomes nighttime, almost all the time, they start becoming more forgetful and less who they are mm. and more scared or more frightened or more yeah. nervous. I don't know if you saw that at all in your grandma at night or if you heard any stories, but... Um, yeah, when it when it gets nighttime, it gets exacerbated like crazy. Yeah. Um, and then in the mornings, they'll be perfectly fine. Yeah, it's like a light yeah. switch. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how I think we are, but on a, on a minimal level. Mm-hmm. We're not nocturnal animals, and I guess there's a reason for that. Whether it was... <laughs> shout out to the Mike Tyson podcast. Oh, God. Big cats hunting us at night, like, yeah. centuries ago. Or whether we're just not meant to be, you know. Mm-hmm. We didn't decide. Mm-hmm. Did we? What? Did we decide if we were nocturnal or not? I mean, you think it just happened that way? I mean, if you think about it, even the sun rests, like yeah. the sun goes away. And I mean, but technically, it's still there because on one side of the earth it's light, the other side it's it's darkness. But I mean, anything that I mean, getting tired is one of those things where it's like your body needs sleep. Staying up all night. It, it goes against what your body naturally needs. Not Na- like naturally when you're a baby, you don't have consciousness of what's going on. You sleep. And so to me, I think, yeah, I think your body a hundred percent needs it. And I don't think staying up all night is healthy whatsoever. I've, I've even just realized it in my own life. Like I used to never be able to sleep, could never do it. But then, uh, I would stay up all night, five, six in the morning. And then all of a sudden I just crash because like your body actually needs it, but you're denying it of, of something that it truly needs it's just like fuel the what you put into your body if it's good food chances are it's going to burn good and you're going to feel good but if it's bad food it's not going to it's not going to de- deteriorate the way that it needs to and you're not going to fire on all c- cylinders yeah and so uh interesting question but like yeah i, th- I think we I think we naturally can't are not that not that type of person or i humans. just think the darkness is not the best for us Mm-mm. i mean even in a biblical standpoint i mean uh uh, opening up the Bible, I mean, even God rested, and, and, and we see that in the beginning of Genesis. But yeah, definitely, don't work the night shift. <laughs> no, don't work the night shift. Yeah, the pay is uh, everywhere pays you way more to work a night shift. It's only like a dollar more, I thought. Some places, I don't know. Sometime, I wouldn't. No. 
when it gets when I get tired. Dude, you I were tired. You were tired before I got here. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude. When, you, <laughs> we look wrecked. I opened the door and I was like, hey, what's up, Louie? Did you? And honestly, you were like, what's up, Brent? Dude, you honestly could have said, listen, let's just hang out with your dad and be like, all right, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Just lay down watching basketball or something. All right. You got anything else for me? Uh, I got. Let's see here. <laughs> You're like, I have, oh. I have 22 points. That's <laughs> <laughs> none of them. <laughs> this is a pressing issue, man. This is serious. All right. This is a really serious talking point. Oh, gosh. Okay. I got to get mentally prepared for this. <laughs> yeah. Take a drink. Make sure you get. Oh, my God. Why does that sound like a laser? It's an ASMR. Yeah. So, how come all the comments underneath your videos always say, Right foot forward guy. What does uh, that mean? Where did, I've never. All your comments always say, let's see here. They always say, oh, a right foot forward guy when you're on your bike. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Why are you lot? Are you supposed to have your left foot forward? I've never seen. What are you talking about? I, dude, I've seen at least. Three to no, fifty-eight. You're, you're BSing so Three hard. Three to you're, fifty-eight. You're BSing just as hard as I counted seven doors in one room. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is one door. Do are you supposed to put your left foot forward? Oh my gosh. Okay, so listen. I'll pull out a comment right now. You know what? You won't so, find it. We'll spend another hour sitting here, and you're not going to find it. Right foot forward, guy. You won't say it. You won't find it. Guaranteed. I almost said. You've guaranteed. never. Does that mean anything in the BMX BMX world? Cause I'm ju I was just as lost as you when I realized that that was a ting. Um, probably on a reel. Watch, I guarantee. I really hope it's here. Come on, please. Ramp is massive. That is a massive ramp. Where did you get this point at? <laughs> like desperate times come with desperate measures, brother. Desperation. We were just talking about that. There was, dude. What? Was it on TikTok? I feel like there's so many good questions that you could have asked me. And you asked me about being right foot forward, you weird. Is it because you're insecure about it? No. For being Is right, this why you're dodging it? Okay. Being right foot forward means I'm my front foot is forward. Right. Is right. But foot. so why do people address it? I've never seen that. You've never seen that comment? No. I'm about, I really hope it's on this one. Come on. Come on, baby. And then if you're so if you're right foot forward, you spin left. If you're left foot forward, you spin right. I spin left. Is there somebody who's usually, or like, are people, you usually one way or the other? No, yes. Like other people? But some people are goofy footed or uniquely footed is what I like to say. And that that just means that you spin the same direction to which your front foot is, which I do not do. There it is. It's not where, no, it's not where it would be. I guarantee you if you smelled I, it. I'm... Oh, Go to. I'm gonna hire a group of people. Go to the second video. Before I get copyrighted. Right, this is to, sick. Go to the comments. What are we doing right now? Right foot forward is what we're doing. Oh my gosh! It's the most important talking point I've ever seen. I can I can tell. So it doesn't mean anything except for your right foot's forward. Yeah. So then, Literally, why would somebody? Why would say somebody commented? I guarantee you the person who commented that right foot forward is guy. probably like a seven-year-old scooter kid that's like, I'm going to get him. <laughs> <laughs> that said, put your left foot forward on the bike. Yeah. Terrible.
Well, damn. I thought that was going to go deeper than, uh, <laughs> than that. <laughs> That's what you thought was yeah. going to go deeper. All right. Heard it. Yeah, that was the most important time point I've ever drawn out. But is there uh, anything you would like to include before you hightail out of here and go back to Arkansas? I'm actually, I don't even think I'm, I'm going back to Arkansas for like a day. Really? Yeah. We got 32, 32 weeks booked after today. That's a lot. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, 30, like, yeah, 32 weeks booked. For the stunt dudes? Uh, stunt dudes and other teams. I'm going out to San Diego um, right when I get back. Uh, going to San Diego, doing 12 days there and flying from, Sa- uh, going from San Diego up to San Francisco. And then flying out of Sacramento, heading straight to Myrtle Beach to go meet up, doing a speaking gig with the twins out there. And, uh, dude, I'll just be running around like crazy. But, um, man, I don't know. What do you think? I think a lot of things and a lot of those things I can't say out loud. <laughs> so I, I don't even know my own thoughts right now, man. <laughs> Honestly, uh, uh, I don't know. I, one thing that, uh, that I guess has been sitting with me for a while is I never, I don't know. I might've told you this. I never do new year's resolutions. Never, mm-hmm. never a big thing. I've never been, I don't know. I just felt like, feel like I'm setting myself up for failure. Like, honestly, like I always felt like if I say I'm going to do something because it's a new year, chances are I'm going to fail. Then I'm going to make my rest. My whole year is going to fail because I didn't own up to that. So like, I just completely just discounted that. I'm like, I'm not going to be a part of that. But I was with, um, ride nature, which is a ministry that I went to Peru with. And, um, they, they were, we were doing this like little exercise and exercise was like, make up your own, uh, make up a new year's resolution and basically um we'll put them in a hat and we'll pick them out and you basically get to write down the name of the person that you think that's who there's like who their new year who new year's resolution is mm-hmm. and um i think it was like 12 of us i only knew two people in the room personally and i got 10 out of the 12 people right which was really weird wow but mine was i rather say uh, less words with more meaning than more more words that mean less, and that's just been sitting with me. Um, I think I think that's gonna stay with me for the rest of my life because I definitely think that for some reason I'm called to do something bigger than myself, and uh, I've realized that I I, I want to be heard and I want to talk and I want to be friends with everyone and I want people to know about my life and I want people to know about my failures and my successes, but like. People, res- people actually listen to you more when you have less words to say. They remember it more. If you have a million words to say, they might remember one word. And so, like, at this moment in my life, if anyone really it made it this far, you really listen to this whole thing, like, do whatever you really want to do in your life and just make it happen. Like, I know it sounds like this whole inspirational quote thing and I'm super late and I'm tired, but, like, I can't tell you how many people that I meet that just talk so much. They talk about everything that they want to do. They talk about like what they see their future looking like, whatever it is. And they sit in the same chair every single day and they never change. They never do anything. That's why (laughs) the reason why I say less words, because I'm doing more. And dude, it, if you take that one step out into faith to what you believe in me, look at you too. It's like you, like you tried different things yeah, but you found where you belong and it's this right here you belong here 
And I guarantee you that you'll see the fruits of that as time goes on. And the more that you press in and the more that you put an effort towards something that you love, chances are it's going to work. And the interesting thing is, is you paint your own picture of what success is, not anyone else. So that's it. That's a really good ending note. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't even don't even listen to anything. I did just, just cut the entire Kenneth cut the entire thing to that last. <laughs> It'll get people to listen to Listen it. a 20 second video. Yes, that sounds awesome. <laughs> you sound awesome. I appreciate you coming on. Love you, man. I love you, too, bro. I Sorry, I had to. I had to do what you do with the hands. You like that? You know, it's not that should, bad. Should we show them what we're doing right now? I hope Kenny's already zoomed in. Hold on, can so what we're doing is my finger is holding his finger and we're going like this. Late nights with Brandon Louie. Signing off because I think we <laughs> have to. We're starting to get in some legal troubles. Yeah, yeah. Peace. Love you guys.